Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Coach. Uh, Today I wanted to kind of address a little bit more for coaches or trainers out there and just help you guys out with really how to be, uh, how to approach some some situations that, that may come up for you and just talk a little bit more about, you know, how to be as a coach and, and this is something that that even as athletes we we can look for this in coaches um you know and I, I spend a lot of time trying to mentor my coaches and, and and other trainers and other coaches out there just to to better understand how to be um when when you're coming into a gym or, or a facility where you know you're you're getting you're getting pushed you're you know maybe someone is is there telling you what to do um you know that person really has to be at a specific standard and and holding this standard is so important um for this coach for this uh this trainer because ultimately that's you know as as athletes or as clients we want you know whoever it, whoever it is to be taking care of us to be you know like knowing what they're doing and knowing how they're doing it. And if they don't know, then, you know, we're not going to really feel that safe, you know, as athletes or as clients. So a couple of things that I I like to kind of talk about. Um, One is your coach and, or your trainer is first and foremost, your coach. They, they aren't your friends just yet. Okay. They're not anything else, but your coach. That is the very first role that they need to play. And, when they're playing this role, you know, they're, they're making it about you. They're asking about you. They're making sure that when they're talking to you, they're, they're really primarily focused on what you need for that day, for that session, for that workout, where your head is at, where your body is at. Everything has to be about that. Um, you know, before they kind of bring in some other aspects of how they are, you know, whether or not, you guys hang out afterwards or whatever, just, just understanding how to create that healthy boundary or that healthy line where it's never really overstepped. That is a huge component into coaching. And I've been into several other gyms where the coaches are almost just training their friends. And, you know, when, when you see that the, the level of professionalism just gets dropped and, and when it gets dropped, the, the trust isn't there as much. Um, and you're not as focused on the person and they're not going to achieve as much because really you're just kind of like taking care and, and almost just hanging out with your friends. And this is an area that I don't necessarily think is going to help a coach better themselves. And I also don't think it's going to help an, a client get better in their own fitness. So this is the first rule that I love to kind of share with people is always be a coach first, okay, before you are a friend and create those boundaries and create that level of understanding with your clients, like where you're at so that it's not a question, you know, like there is a a certain standard that you should be holding for yourself as a coach so that, you know, you get taken, um, you don't get taken for granted and, you know, you get taken seriously. And another thing that I love to address, and this is something that 
you know, it's not really talked about. And I might have some people that don't necessarily agree, but whatever you do in your own life, it needs to be held at a higher standard. So, you know, I talk about this a lot when, when you're going to see a coach and they don't necessarily take care of themselves, if they're not taking care of their body, they're not taking care of their mind, their nutrition, you know, how are you going to want to listen to them? And, you know, if, if they're not setting the example and leading the way, are you truly going to follow? You know, and, and I always say this to people like, like, would you go to a dentist who had, you know, super bad teeth? I don't think so. You, you're probably going to question some things. You know, it's almost like if you go to a dietitian who's very overweight and has, you know, maybe some some medical issues, you're probably not going to want to listen. It's going to factor into how you're then going to to be. And this is something that not a lot of people spend the time doing this. And when we go into the world of fitness, a lot of the time coaches will just completely dive in deep. They'll end up client after client or classes after classes, and they'll end up doing so much that the focus gets redirected from themselves or from anything else to just those clients. And they kind of forget about themselves along the way. And little do they know that, you know, their clients are essentially looking towards them. They're looking to them to be, you know, that guiding light. You know, what, what do they do with their life? How do they train? How do they eat? How do they sleep? And if you can never say, you know, I, you know, I, t- I try to take care of myself. I, 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 yes, you're going to fall short in certain aspects, but if you're eating out and you're never really kind of like taking the time to balance out your meals and count your calories and, and understand macros, if you're never doing that, but you expect your clients to do it, it's never going to happen. You know, you're, you're preaching, you know, something that, is you can't even know what it is like for yourself. So this is a, the second key point that I want to make for coaches is that practice what you're preaching. If you want people to be healthier, if you want people to live a better life, then do the same for yourself. You know, like if you're going to work out consistently, if you expect your clients to work out three times a week, then you should be working out three times a week, a minimum. Um, if you're asking your clients to work out more, then you should be working, working out more. You know, this is, this is where, you know, we, we can set the tone and we can set the understanding and the, and the guideline for people so that they can feel like it's possible. A lot of the time we don't feel like it's possible until we see that it's been done and we've see it be done by other coaches. So, and the same goes for attitude, you know, a lot of the time, when you see a coach, if they've got a positive attitude and they're really upbeat and they're really trying to like, you know, set a good example and tone for when you come in, do you ever feel like, you know, that, that the client starts to shift a little bit because you know what, they, they're showing up, you know, and they're showing up with a good attitude and a positive presence. And this is the thing, attitude and presence is everything. So when you come into the gym as a client, you can come in however you need to come in. You know, that's, that's really uh, good coaches will accept you for how you are and what you need on that minute, on that day, it doesn't really matter. But good coaches can actually help you shift your focus and shift your mindset and you can leave better. And even if it's 1% better or 10% better, it doesn't necessarily matter, but help leave better than when you came and that's where it is effective so as a coach you have to be able to be effective in your coaching in how you deliver yourself and how you deliver what you're trying to deliver that day so you know it does come back 
to that same concept, being a coach first before you're going to be a friend. And then leading by example and guiding and leading the way so that people can follow, people can understand, people can believe in what's possible and how it is, you know. And then last one is going to be like your presence and your attitude, you know, really kind of matters. And being authentic is very important here. You know, I'm not saying you got to show up and fake it. You don't, that's not necessary. If you're having a hard moment, yeah, okay, like you can understand how to differentiate what's important for that for that day. What's what's going to be the key key thing that you want to focus on and you want to be, but that doesn't mean you have to completely ignore where you're at and how you're feeling as a coach. You know, if you're not having the best day, you know, you can be real about it, but it just don't let your energy bring down other people just because you're not in a good place. So that's a good one to, to note and to take the time to listen to your clients. You know, as coaches, we never spend the time listening to our clients and listening to how they feel there it's very easy to start to over deliver over coach you know tell them everything that they need to do and guide them in every single direction that they need to go and it's very overwhelming uh, and i'm sure you know even as coaches if you've ever been in front of someone else maybe that's not in the same profession as you and they end up just saying a million different things at a million miles a minute and, you know, while you're, you're sitting there, you're just like, well, what, like, what do I take in first here? Like, I'm not in a place of really kind of like being able to absorb all of this, you know, at that point, if a coach can sense something's going on for someone being taking the time to listen, taking the time to actually factor in, how does this person feel? Where are they at? What do I, what do they need? And understanding what someone needs and providing a little bit of what they want, you know, you're, it's very hard to lose in that regard. You're going to, to essentially win. So, you know, coming to that point where we come into number four, you know, number four is going to be understanding how to listen to people and how to really understand and sit with them, show compassion towards them, show empathy towards them, you know, because at the end of the day, that's where trust is built. Trust is built on being compassionate, being empathetic, understanding, listening, you know, not necessarily being so quick to speak. So when we go back to that first one, you're still the coach first, you know, and you can still bring a bit of that friendship into it because at the end of the day, the friendship is more of the compassion, more of the empathy, you know, and then bringing your presence and your attitude. Yes, you may not always be in a great mood, but you're trying your best to show up the best way that you can, you know, so you want to be able to do that. And then you want to be able to listen to your clients and you want to be able to make sure that you're there for them for what they need and how they need it and how they're going to, you know, perceive it and receive it as well. You know, delivering the right stuff at the right time. Um, a lot of the time, you know, we, we coach and we want to just do the best job that we can. And little do we know that sometimes as coaches, we can come across robotic you know, like, you know, on the opposite end of things, if you're a coach and you're always good, right? You're always delivering the best. You're always in a good mood. You're always on time. You're always perfect at every single thing. Sometimes this can be the opposite for your client. Your client can be like, wow, like they're not even human level. And the thing is, everyone's human. There is no one out there that doesn't have a sense of human level. You just don't see it in these people. Everybody has it. We all 
have our struggles and we all have the things that bother us, but it's really about understanding, you know, and understanding where you're at and understanding that there is a sense of human level that you are at as a coach. And if you're always delivering nothing but the best and you never mess up and you never make mistakes, you never say the wrong thing or you never do the wrong thing, then are you actually being real? You know, like that's a huge thing because people notice. And at the end of the day, people will notice if you're always on point. You know, people, sometimes people will notice that I'm not myself that day. And, you know, I'm not as vibrant as I usually am. You know, I still, I still am, but I'm not as much. It's the level of difference that people will start to pick up on. Does that mean I deliver less? No, it doesn't. You know, you still want to deliver as much as you can deliver, but understanding where you're at and, and, you know, being real and authentic about this will also help other people be real and authentic because it comes back to trusting. And as coaches, the number one thing that I think we need to do better is allow the client to trust us, you know, and, and encourage the client to trust us. You know, this is their body. This is their mind. This is their life. They're, they're actually putting in the palm of our hand. And if we do not take care of that, like it means everything in the world to us, then we're not, we're doing a disservice to them. We're not providing the level of care that they deserve. And this is huge for people. If you don't give people that feeling that they were cared for that day, they were taken care of, care of by you and they leave and be like, oh, that was, that was average. You know, what are you actually doing with them? What are you, did you even help them? You know, cause that's where people will just start to kind of redirect themselves and be like, I, I just don't feel like, you know, I'm being taken care of. I feel like I'm, they, the, the coach didn't listen to me. I told them what was, what, what I was feeling that day and they didn't even acknowledge it. You know, that's where clients will start to disconnect from the coach and you don't want a disconnection. That's, that's a definite, like it's a recipe for disaster. So just creating that level of trust is going to help the client always feel like they can be themselves. They can be good with you. They can, you know, come and show up how they need to show up, knowing that you are there to essentially build the life that they're trying to, to live and, and enlarge their world. Uh, when we have people in our life, doesn't matter who it is, if the people in your life are not expanding your, your world, not making your life bigger, what are you doing with them? You know, if someone is in your life and it's, and it's making your world smaller and smaller and smaller, then you've got to reconsider that. You know, as coaches, we have the ability to make people's worlds huge, massive, and we have to take that ability and we have to take that and really run with it, you know, like make it as big as we possibly can, make the biggest impact that we can so that people can leave and be like, I feel bigger. My life feels bigger. So I hope that this is helpful, like taking these keys, taking these tools that you can now apply to your clients, to your coaches, um, to your classes, to anyone out there, you know, tell them about this, especially if you have fellow trainers, things like that, if you, especially if you know of, of coaches that you feel like maybe this would help them, you know, share it with them, tell them about it. You know, if constructive criticism is huge and too often we are scared to tell people about, you know, what could make them better because, you know, maybe they're not in a place of accepting the feedback. Maybe they're not in a place where they want to, they really want to hear it, but it is massive for them 
to make their world even bigger. So I hope this is helpful, guys. I love talking to you. I love sharing my thoughts. If there's anything you want me to cover, please let me know. Otherwise, have an amazing Friday and I'll see you in the next one. Thank you.